you are listening to the Cigar Noise Boys. Man of the hour, tower of power, I'll devour. I'm going to tie you up and let you understand that I'm not your average man. I don't know, man. When I got a jammy in my hand, I can't tell if that's supposed to be sexual or murder. Mama said knock you out. LL Cool J. Oh, I think Skip knows that whole song. Wouldn't be surprised. Does he do TV shows now? Yeah, he's in like CSI or NCIS LA. Good for him. Oh, Cool J, Ludacris is in Fast and Furious. Ice Cube is in Are We There Yet? Ice T's in Wonder. Ice T's also in Rick and Morty. Back when it was good. I Oh, I heard like they don't make them anymore because one of the guys was arrested for rape or something. No, this is what you get for doing false information. Okay. He was he was DMing younger girls or like young younger girls would message him and he like flirt with them. This is a great lesson to always check your sources. Yeah, he was grooming them. What's up, Cigar Noise Boys? Dom and Tyler back again. Don't call it a comeback. Tyler, what are you smoking? Wait, show me, show me. Okay, nice. Foundation Matapa. Foundation, um, foundation. It's a city in Nicaragua where the, the great poet, I don't know what his name was born. Okay, so you probably should learn his name if it's the name of the cigar too. No, the name of the cigar is the city where he was born. Oh. I thought poet? his name was Matapa. But it's named on the town he was from. Hmm. I think I've driven through there. But it's Sumatra. It's cool seeing all these other factories using Sumatra now. Uh, of just you know, before, father. like, I always... Yeah, besides... Yeah, it always seemed like it was just my father. But, you know, you got a lot of Rojas in Sumatra, Romacraft, Foundation, uh, Patina... Um. Yeah, a lot of good Sumatra coming out. Since you bring it up, Romacraft Sumatra, we've got to get. We have time still, but top ten list new cigars that came out this year. The Volstead is probably a one or two. That's a great cigar. And it's eight to ten bucks, bro. Uh, I feel like California prices. Right, but I feel like I want to dock it in my mind because how can a, the best cigar of the year be 8 to $10? I expect it to be pricey. Um, but it's good. Why would you... I don't, I don't know, I'm just, in my mind, out. in my mind, I expect quality to cost more. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's... I love that Roma Craft makes cigars for the working working guy who and it's a fair price. Everybody makes money. It's fair. Um, and I guess, you know, that's what when you have your own factory and uh, you can, you know, it's a little, you get, you cut out one more person. So, but yeah, I mean, eight to 10 bucks is, yeah. I mean, I haven't smoked one in a minute because I ran out, but I probably smoked at least a hundred of them. Uh, I need to go get a bundle or a box. Uh, you tried the Queen Quadrenario, right? I did. Smoked one. What did you think of it? It was very good. I I didn't try to do tasting notes or anything. It was my second cigar of the day because I just did my blind review. And I had a beer with it. One of the guys at the lounge, uh, his son just got engaged the day before and he had some beer and a keg left. So I thought, I'm going to have a beer. I'm going to enjoy a new cigar that I've been looking forward to. And it was fantastic. For two years. Yeah. I gave uh, uh, Nate my last single. 
so I got, I'm getting a box, uh, from my boy and, uh, yeah. Let's uh, jump into a listener topic. Cigar Brandon, Brandon, bring in the pain. I love you, Brandon. I got my box from him. He's the best. He's a great guy. I felt kind of weird. I, when I called to give him my digits to my card, not my phone number, that's, he had my number. We talk sometimes. Uh, I was in my classroom and I have classes on both sides with students. And I felt like I was trying to censor myself not to say smoke or cigar or brother of the mm. leaf or herf daddy. Mm. It's quite difficult. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Brandon's question. This I wasn't sure where I was going there. Best nicknames for the Quinquagenario. The oh. Kinky, the Qui-Gon Jin, the Quinceanera. I put my two cents in Harley Quinn boys. Kind of a combination uh, of Hardy Boys and Harley Quinn. Um QAnon. The Q. Cutie. Cutie Pie. I like the Qui-Gon Jin. I I didn't think about that one until I saw it on facebook and then his comment not bad so i haven't seen the cigars and i've seen the like empty boxes skip was hauling around forever because he's always skip man he's always he's so focused on the details like i'll see him like with a bunch of different um prototypes of the box till it got he got it nailed just right um so i've seen like the empty box i've seen but I haven't seen the cigars in the box, you know. Uh, how's the presentation? How's it all look? Is it is it dope? Are you recording? Yes. Okay. Everything. So, how was the presentation? And everything. Dude, it's so how nice. Uh, ten out of ten. Did you see the um, the presentation for uh, the cigar he did for uh, his granddaughter, Ian? That I didn't think it's a box. Isn't it just a pack? That's why it's a presentation. Say box. Is it nano? No, no. I don't know, but it's it's dope too. It's real dope. Also on Weasel Team Six, he posted, you know, hey, drop a comment and maybe we'll message you when the orders go live. And then there are like a hundred ten comments. So we said, yo, hold up, hold the front door. You guys, too many of you guys reached out because this would be super limited. I was wondering because I, I didn't see that post until the edit. So I'm assuming he's not going to message those people. He's just going to post in the group. I'm not holding my breath. I don't think I'm going to have a chance of getting a pack. I know Triple B just joined the group. So he's he's looking. Um, but we'll see. Hey, Triple B. Thanks, guy. We uh, we split the box and he told me, hey, go ahead and keep the box. Triple B's the man. I've been trying to tell you this. Yeah, so then I, I said, wow, really? Thanks. And then I, I brought him the cigars, and he said, oh, you didn't bring the box? I said, well, I thought, you know, I, you said I could keep it. He's like, yeah, well, I just I wanted to see it. Oh. <laughs> so I, I get that, but also don't want to risk, you know, sticky fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys bring in Romacraft yet? No. We had another another guy yesterday. Say, oh, that's a brand I, you know, love to smoke, Romacraft. Thank you, customer. We smoke more Romacrafts at the lounge than any other cigar that we don't carry there. More than Cubans, more than, I don't know. I, I, my mind, man. The word on the, I I know the word on the street is that January we're bringing Romacraft, but Ah. we've already missed the whole, the Volstead kick. Like, what are we going to have that we can bring in just whatever's left? Volstead is not a a fad. Volstead's around forever. True. But once you're out of boxes, we have to wait for the next production. Correct? It's going to be ongoing. Like, it's not going to be like the Cro-Magnon or Neanderthal. It should be, once they get everything up and going, it should be a, a, a steady stream of them. Like, All right. There'll be times where it won't be available, like yeah. with any product, but it's going to be full. You know, I think that's going to be the I, from the outside looking in, you know, because I haven't been to Nicaragua in a while. I haven't talked. I haven't, Mike's been traveling everywhere. I haven't met the new guy yet. Um, I've been working 
Is that and public then, knowledge uh, that there is a new guy? He's been in the office for, I assume, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, he's been in the office for a while. But I don't know if it's, I'm pretty sure it's official. Okay. I'll know uh, it's kosher when he's in one of Sean's pictures. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Um, the, uh, I think the Volstead's going to be, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was even going with that. You're talking about how it's reoccurring. It's not going to be out of stock. You don't foresee it being low stock like the cro uh-huh. and Neanderthal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully they. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Yogi asks, "How good? How freaking good is the Quinquagenario? It is very freaking good. Two modifiers." Um. He also asked, and same with Mac twenty five oh five. When is the Visa Horny two point coming out? Is there oh. an expected release date for the new line of? No, no, there's not. I got a lot of work to do. And uh, um, I'm guessing spring. My, I'm just afraid of losing this momentum. But um, I mean, the first visa only took three years. So I don't see, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's tough. You ha- it's tough. Um, yeah. yeah, did you just uh, nail the blend in two weeks? Or did you have pieces kind of you've worked on previously that you brought together? Oh, the you talked about the Visa Horny 2.0. So I thought I explained it. Oh, I didn't I didn't explain it. You might have, but I might have been just not paying attention when you talk. Oh the yeah, so Visa Horny 2.0. a couple people had samples. Um and uh, I'm going with the box press, I believe. Uh, it's a five by fifty-two, so it's one inch longer than this one. Oh. Um, uh, and uh, the it's tweaked a little bit, you know. Um, so it tastes different, but it's it's got essence of the original Visa Horny. Um. Like I was saying before, I think I said this, before, I don't know if I, I did a video and I didn't post it. I did a video, but I didn't post it explaining everything, but I just don't like posting videos of myself anymore. I got to start doing it because we, when I was hanging out with Nick too, Nick's like, you got to do the one puff review again. You have to bring it back. And everybody keeps telling me to bring it back. But, um, the, uh, um, yeah, it's got essence of the regular Visa Horny. There's some tobacco swaps, uh, all Visa, um. And Shane smoked it. He loved it. He said, put me down for another 10 bundles. So people are digging it. It's different. But like I said, man, it's it's Noxa. And they make some really damn good broadleaf. To, uh, and it's Connecticut broadleaf. They do really good Connecticut broadleaf. Tamiki Rita, all three of them. Red Meat Lovers, the uh, Patina, Five Year, the El Borracho. Um, they make really good broadleaf cigars. So, um is dope. I can't wait. And uh, they, they, uh, I like how they're bundled. They do their bundles in in paper, and it's dope. So I'm gonna tweak the 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 uh, the packaging is gonna be a lot different. Um, I'm stoked. And then I'm working on a habano, and the habano is my baby. Um, the name means a lot to me. I have to trademark it yet. Um, the name is is dope. And uh, Habano it means plus a lot to baby me. equals Habibi. Question Habibi. Oh, yeah. So I'm really stoked about the Habano. So, uh, question not from Instagram, but Cigar Padrino was in the shop the other day and he asked, So, what's a you already probably talked about this, Tyler, but just to reiterate, he said, So, why isn't he doing it at uh, Nika Sueño? Is there some beef that he has with Skip? <laughs> some beef, that's my boy. <laughs> Skip is my is my mentor. He's the one who gave me a chance with this project. Uh, there's no beef at all. Oh, that's funny. Uh, it's here's the thing. You can look at the projects Nika Swainio has done, and what Skip did for me was a huge favor. And uh, 
a lot of people want shop exclusives. A lot of people want them to make them a small run of cigars. And um, Skip did it for me because um, I came down there and I learned and I spent my own money to come down there and hang out with him and learn the process. And, and uh, you know, it's, and it's, it's stuff like me and Skip had a, a big, long talk about it. Like, He'll ask, like, even, like, when you're down there, he'll ask me, he'll ask me to do stuff for him, and it's not because it's, it's because it's, if it's, it's something I can do, it's, it's one less thing he has to worry about, and I can do it, and I help him out, so then he's going to help me out, and it's not like a, a favor for a favor kind of thing, it's, it's what friends do for each other, you it's know. no quid pro quo. Quid, quid pro quo, quid pro Yeah. Quinn Pro and uh, forget it. My whole thing with going down there and learning from Skip, it was not to try to cash it in or or earn points for him to make me a, a wonderful cigar. It was just to learn and uh, and uh, he's been. I couldn't ask for a better mentor than, than Skip. Um, so yeah, uh, there will never be any beef with, with me and Skip. He is, he's my, uh, he gave me the, uh, gave me a shot, you know, with this cigar and, you know, he's your number so. one with the lemonade. Cool. Uh, real quick fantasy football update for the ICS fantasy group. I made fun of Sean last week for drafting Kirk cousins based on his team being the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins had the best fantasy week in week two of all quarterbacks. So nice bounce back. I had the worst week, worst team. So my team, the Cigar Noise Cowboys, currently in the toilet. That's okay. It's a long season. Congrats to Jersey Girl B. Jersey Girl B for being the top score of the week, 160 points. Nice. That's all for fantasy. You see the games? See Chubb's injury? No, uh, yeah, I heard he got injured. Um, uh, I don't know. I watched a little bit of the Packer game. They pissed it away. It's funny we draft this big, fat uh running back so we can get these short yardages, and he trips over himself. He's like a Whoa. a slower Eddie Lacy. Okay, slow down. Who are you talking to? AJ Dillon? Yeah. He's not, dude, first of all, he's on my fantasy team, but I just want to let you know in case there's some bias in my words. That guy's not fat. He's got tree trunks for legs. It's Quadzilla. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm messing around. He, he's like 250. But yeah, he just, he just, he doesn't, for somebody as big as he is, he should be running through people, not getting tackled in the first time he's touched. Yeah, you're right. Um. Oh, I want to say one more thing too. So the main thing with with doing something with, with Nico Sueño is is uh, production, making room for me in the production, and then um, acquiring the tobacco needed to make the cigar. So, the yeah, so, um, but uh, yeah, and now I was gonna say, oh, I went to San Antonio last weekend. They had a, a multi-vendor event. It was like the the something Texas Cigar Bash. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, it was funny. I went to so I we uh, went to the event like as like a I helped out a cigar brand and uh, um, afterwards we all met at this hotel, a bunch of reps, and then me, and then they're all going around. And there's one reps like. Oh, I haven't met you. Um, who, who are you with? And I said, Viso Horny Enterprises. And we all laughed. And then uh, uh, Bradley Rubin was there. And this one rep, who's been a rep for the same company for 10 years, he asked uh, Bradley Rubin, what was his territory? And I'm like, the world. I'm like, he's not a, he's not a rep. <laughs> you know, Mr. So. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, so it was cool. I got to hang out with John. Uh, Joe the Oliver. Got to see him, hang out with him for a while, and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a fun little fun little event. 
I got to see uh, Eric Espinoza, Jack Taranio, um, Eduardo Fernandez, or uh, Eduardo, uh, what's his last name? Aguilar from Foundation. I tried the Weasel of Night Commander off of him. He gave me a, a Tabernacle, and then he gave me a Dojo Chico. And I'm like, what about that? How about an Olmec or a Night Commander? He just smiled. But he had like four Night Commanders on him, and I wanted one, but no dice. Dang. So it was a fun event. Nice. Uh, let's see. A few things that happened at the shop. Overheard at the lounge. Would you trade a rabbit for a rat? Talking about cigars. That was funny. Uh, on Instagram, Cigar Lover. She did a giveaway and it got removed by Instagram because it was tobacco related. Uh, alcohol content might be getting banned too. So my solution, post more milk picks or okay. banana picks, snacks, whatever. Put the cigars in the background so not they're not in the forefront. <sighs> Fill the mise-en-scene with cigars, but have the focal point be something non-cigar related. Okay. That's your, uh, your pro tips for the day. We we're talking to Cigar Padrino, and he, he was in Miami last weekend. He said uh, some of the shops there had heard of me, Small Batch Dom. Probably doesn't know, don't know me, but know Small Batch and the reviews. Blender reviews are back, baby. Nice. That made me feel good. Oh, the guys at the lounge were trying to give me Wi-Fi feedback so I can improve, we can improve the podcast. Yes. Uh, they said run a speed test. I still have to do that. I don't. Would, if I run a speed test during the podcast, will that slow the recording down? I don't know, but you should just, yeah, you should run it and see what your Wi-Fi is at. I want to use the word bandwidth, but I really don't know what it means. <sighs> Maybe when you're monologuing. Oh, this is weird. I'll do it later. Come on. Uh, but right now, I think I'm running on the main Wi-Fi, not the bouncer, reflector Wi-Fi, whatever it's called. But thank you guys at the lounge for trying to help. I don't know if they listened. They're just, they saw the post that you did. Oh, the stupid. I always wear a hat. The one podcast I don't have a hat, you take a photo. You're welcome. Uh, hey, if you are on a computer right now, not a, not a phone. So it not, needs to be done through Google. Search Room 101, Room 101 Cigars. Click the link and see where it takes you. All right, listener, ready? Go. I'm, who? No one's listening to a podcast in front of a computer. Uh, anyway, here's what happens. Pause if you want a surprise. Do it yourself. All right, you're back. If you search Room 101 through the Google search, it'll take you to the website link, which will take you to a boner pill website. Fun little Easter egg. I assume it's done intentionally and not a hack. A guy came into the shop <laughs> with his wife after having cataract surgery. So he, he can't really see anything. He's trying to get a cigar out of the top shelf. He's reaching up there. His wife is trying to reach to get the cigar out of the same box to help him. They're fighting over it. Um, and then he, he says to me, hey, I can't remember what I was recommended last time. So I said, oh, let me check. So I go to the computer and I see what he smoked i grabbed the super fly by oscar uh show me says no it's not that one it's another one so i go check look at his history i grabbed the charter oak connecticut by foundation and he says uh yeah i'll, I'll get the charter oak i guess i don't think it was it though uh and he says i think it was over here somewhere and he walks over to where he thought it was <laughs> and i lean over and i grab the super fly by oscar and he says hey that's it <laughs> he oh really couldn't God. see Oh. Oh, and I didn't write this down. When he paid, he had to have his wife grab the money out of the wallet. And then he says, like, hey, I need my wallet back. It was like, yee. Doesn't trust trust his wife with a wallet. Concerning. What do you think about the slogan? Guys who punch can't cut. Slap it on a shirt. People love that. They'd eat it up. People are saying if we come out with our own shirts, we'd make millions. Millions of dollars and millions of followers. What would you rather have? Millions of dollars. 
Uh, okay. Million dollars can't get you as far as it would have many years ago. <laughs> uh, I had a phone call at the lounge, and the guy said, "Do you carry any Fuente curly heads?" Who calls to ask if a shop has curly heads? Never seen that. Never heard of that. Unprecedented. Uh, a guy who's at the lounge often had some buddies come join him and he's kind of shown them around, shown the place. He calls himself the cigar influencer and he walks up to the counter and he's talking about me and he says, oh yeah, he's fairly new here. So he's still adjusting his palate. What the heck guy? I've been here two years and I I've smoked more than a few cigars. Didn't feel good. All right. That's the home alone segment. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. I kind of miss retail a little bit. Uh, <sighs> retail question for you. When should a lounge close? What time? Uh, on a weekday, 10 o'clock. On a Friday, Saturday, midnight. All right. We close at 9 p.m. Except for Sundays, we close at 7 p.m. With the exception of football, we stay open on Sundays for the end of the game. But a guy yesterday complained, saying, you know, these other shops in San Jose, they stay open later than you guys. And you could be making more money. Not really. Uh, because it's, it seems like football, uh, like on Sundays, we're always our slowest day. And it'd be jam-packed for people like, like Sunday is like their day where they're they're buying they're bringing in the cigars they bought at the event on Thursday. You know, it's like it's never like yeah, it's it's very rare somebody comes in and, and they drop a lot of money on alcohol or, or uh, cigars. They they buy all their boxes during the week. Yeah. Yogi asked, "Where's Mo?" Oh yeah. Mo was traveling last week, and uh, he's prepping for something tonight. Also, I want to make sure that I don't inconvenience him with poor Wi-Fi. We're above that. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do Mo dirty. A dub. When, when you get when you get your Wi-Fi fixed, we can have, maybe have some more guests on. Uh, I was yeah. talking to Nick about it. Get Nick back on. Get Terrence back on. Miguel back on. That'd be cool. Oh man, out of um, those this last year, I don't know if we have we don't carry Agonorsa anymore. And we don't carry Crown Heads anymore. We still have a few SKUs on the shelf that we just were trying to sell out of, but I want to get Saka on. He says he'll do any he'll do any podcast. He said uh if it, you know, even if it gets it, he just wants to reach as many people as he can, so maybe we can get him on. Um, like, I was always intimidated by him. Like I said, I, I did an event with him in 2018 or 2019, and it was awesome. Like, we hung out the whole night. But after spending that time with him in Nicaragua, like, he's just a big teddy bear. And so I want to get him on. And... Uh, uh, Man, he's yeah, he he'll answer anything, man. He's a I like Saka a lot. Nice. It'd, it'd be nice to give him a platform to sell some of his cigars here on the Cigar Noise Boys. That Papa Saka is really, really good. Which one is the Mikarita Black Corona okay. Gorda? Is it just a different size of this Saka Con Saka Han? So it's me, Korea, black, and then they have a Papa Saka and a Saka Khan. Saka Khan's a big, meaty Churchill, and this is like the Lula Corona Gorda. I feel like if you say all those names really quickly, you'll sound like you're speaking Hawaiian. Papa Saka, Papa Khan, Saka Khan, yeah. Papa Saka, Saka Khan. <laughs> Shaka, bro. A Dub asked, "Dream collaborations between two companies or blenders?" Oh. Uh, Nick Aragua and Viso Horny. Hmm. 
I'm going to say Fratello and Lampert. So hot right now. You got to smoke some of the new Lamperts if you have them around you. The Oscuro, um, the Murado, both of those are pretty dang good. Saka and Nick, because uh, when they collaborated on Liga Pravada, it took this world by storm. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, that's it for the questions. Thank you. Thanks, listeners. Hello, caller. What we got going on? Got to leave event this Sunday at the lounge. On a Sunday, an event? Yeah, it was supposed to be the first Sunday, first football Sunday. Um, but the rep double booked, so it's it was pushed back two weeks. So does that, a, I feel like a... that's not the worst idea having an event on a Sunday because of football during the football season. Um, do you, how often do, do the owners come in and hang out? I, so I only work two nights and I don't usually see them during those two nights during events. I'll see usually at least one, maybe two, uh, except for the Fuente event. They usually all show up, but other than that, I don't know how often they're there. So what do, do you know what some of them do like for a living? They all started out working at the same tech company, but now they're all oh. doing different things. Okay. Cool. I think two are retired now, technically. Two of the are, they, are they all the same age or all different age groups? Uh, I'm going to say 10-year spread. Between the oldest and youngest. I did a... Uh... I had off work today. I had a doctor's appointment at 8 a.m. with a primary doctor. So I, it was just, it was virtual, but I couldn't do it at work. You know, it was just, and I didn't want to do like a half day. I wouldn't want to come in and work like 11 to 3.30 or some shit. So I took off. And then, uh, so I did my appointment, did some cleaning, made breakfast for us. And then I went to the gym and I did, uh, I burned the most calories I've done. I did 40 some odd minutes and I did uh, 43 minutes and I did, I burned 800 calories. So it was a really good workout. Tyler, my um, phone has been blowing up with listeners asking if you're training so that you can fight me. Oh, I wouldn't have to train to fight you. <laughs> I outweigh you and I'm taller than you. All right, big guy. But yeah, I did a uh, fuck. I did. 12 days in a row at the gym. And then I took off for when I was in Connecticut. So I did, we flew out on a Friday. I went to the gym Friday morning and then Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then I did Tuesday through Saturday, took Sunday off and then back at it Monday, Tuesday. So I try to do five, at least five, six would be great or every day, but I was in San Antonio, and, but just trying to get some cardio, trying to lose a couple pounds. Sweet. Working a little bit of weights here and there. Toss them around. But I'm focused on the cardio. Nerd Tyler's not doing the cardio. He's doing the big boy pounds. Yeah, he was really, really, yeah, he was uh, skinny. You know, I got a, I got some chunk to me, so I have to cut that, and then I can start uh, weight training. Nice. Indiana Ortez no longer has a private account. Just posting on Casa Ortez. What's going on? Where's where's the cigar media? We need some interviews. The the scoop. Come on, guys. Is that our job? Are we cigar media? I don't think we. Well, we don't have people on too often, I guess. I don't know. I mean, we're. Yeah, we don't really try to grow this. Like, it's weird when you have full time jobs outside of like the cigar industry. You know, so it's like. Man, it's awkward. Like, people at work found out I had a podcast and they were asking me what the name was. I'm like, I don't want you, motherfucker. I don't want you guys listening to it, you know? So you can come and make fun of me the next day at work. Like, I don't want you to know what it is. That's why I don't share it on all my, like, I'll share it. It's in my profile, the link. And, but if I was like doing this full time, like, I mean, doing cigars full time, like, I was a rep or something, you know? 
I would be promoting it, but you know, I like to, I want to promote it within the cigar people we know. And it's like my social media is all it's like family work, cigars, mostly cigar stuff now. But I mean, now like if I post something, they'll they'll screenshot it and put it in our group chat, my work group chat, and roast me. I'm like. Well, so I don't want them to give them any more uh, uh, ammunition to use against me. That's fair. It means they care. Have you ever told anybody that they spend too much money on cigars? Um. No, I mean, no, I don't think so. It's uh, no, I've never had. What would Dave Ramsey do? I guess you just tell them that. Like, hey, have you heard of Dave Ramsey? Does he smoke cigars? I, would just say, I don't know. Just check him out. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> I would just say, you know, if you're not paying interest on a credit card every month and you're putting away money in your retirement, you know, um, buy as many cigars as you can, you know. Uh, I'm going to throw in, you should pay off your debt too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, so I, this is where I, I differ from Dave Ramsey. Some debt's good debt. Like, uh, you know, like I, like I have a car payment. I never used to, I didn't have one for years, but the interest rates like 2% or, you know, so it's like, I make more money in my savings account, um, than I do paying the interest on a truck. So why would I take the money out of my savings account to pay off my truck when, uh, the savings accounts pay me more interest or, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, I would just say if you have credit card debt, then, you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be buying cigars and putting them on a credit card and paying it monthly and then paying the interest on top of it. But yeah. Follow us for more financial advice from guys. In the yeah. We got to get, we got to get Tyler back on from, uh, he used to be with CLE. CLE. Now he's with Altadis. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, me and him, we still talk a lot. Yeah. He's a, he's a great dude. I'm going to try to link up with him in Miami. He lives in Tampa, I believe. But, and then uh, Jake Hire, Jack Hire just got engaged. I'm going to try to link up with him in Miami. He works for Camacho now. Nice. He, I mean, he kind of, spoke that into existence with his Camacho tattoo. He willed it into existence. Yeah, he's still one of the funniest dudes. We haven't had him uh, on in probably two years. Yeah, we gotta get him back on. So he's doing now he's doing stuff with you know he's doing Camacho interviews and shit. Uh we gotta get Ben Lee back on. I mean Ben Lee was one of our most new and uh so um it's funny, my mom's my mom's boss text messaged me, messaged me about the cigar he's a cigar smoker. And he's like, uh I got him on uh Neanderthal, so he likes those a lot. Nice. And then my mom gave him a couple of my cigars and he liked it a lot. But he was just asking some questions about it. About cigars and stuff, so that's pretty cool. I never met him, but he just my mom I don't know how he got my number. I don't know if my mom gave him my number or what. But, or maybe some someone in Milwaukee did, but it was cool. My seventh grade students right now have to write a composition. Um, what traits you look for in a friend? Or what's the most valuable trait to look for in a friend? And when the kids was like, oh, can I say like that they're short like me? Short game. And another yeah. another one's like oh what if it's like a hobby and i said well okay you can't do based on height that's like picking your friends based on skin color very wrong and you can't base it on a hobby because what if you like art guess what hitler liked art they thought well a lot of my friends are just cigar people but it's deeper i obviously didn't bring this up in class so don't have Cigar friends, just because they smoke cigars, gotta look deeper. Tyler, yeah. we 
probably wouldn't be friends without cigars. No, but we if probably we stop smoking cigars, I think we'd still be buddies. Yeah, I think we would still. Yes. Yeah, I think we would still be. Um, it's uh, it was funny because I was talking to my buddy about this. He was big in the MMA. He's big in the MMA. He has a gym in in Milwaukee, and he's like, we was talking about how like we had like this big friend group in high school. We were friends since like middle school to high school, the big, you know, we all played football together and shit. And then a few of them stuck together. And then a few of us, we just found a hobby we were really into. And that was like, like, I remember like Elisa said something about me making uh cigars, my whole personality or something, or my whole, my hobby being my whole personality or whatever. Uh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, you find people who you who likes the same interests as you. Like back then, it was it was football. That's why we were, and then we you know we hung out year round. But that was our big common thing. But um, and then like uh, my friends at work here, uh, like it was it was weird in Milwaukee. I had a couple people I was good friends with, but here in Austin. I have like a bigger group of friends, you know, because there's a lot more people. But um, yeah, basically hobbies, you know, and and it's funny too. Like, what I look for in friend is is are they funny? How's their sense of humor? Like, I'd rather hang out with somebody who's funny than hang out with somebody who's like cool. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because um, funny people make you laugh. Yeah. Like, that's happy. Cool people make you just compare yourself to them. Yeah. When someone's funny, you don't think, oh man, I wish I was that funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, do you, I don't know. It, it's pretty, I don't know if your wife would like it, but me and Lisa watched it. Uh, Shane Gillis, his latest stand up on Netflix was hilarious, bro. It was so fucking funny you gotta you should check it out but it's really inappropriate yeah probably not our scene then i haven't watched the stand-up in a while aloni cigar lounge doing stand-up comedy next friday anybody who's around i've been to one they have a guy come out who's like the mc i think four comics perform yeah cigar vault east did one here and the mc the cigar smoker and i saw him uh joe rogan posted a picture of him like he posted like eight pictures and this guy was like in the eighth in the eighth picture of the slideshow and then they had one comment who was really like you know he had a bunch he probably had like 10 to fifteen thousand followers and he was really funny and he's done a lot of like cool stuff and for him to be on this little cigar thing where it was like 20 people there was pretty cool. A little stand-up thing me and Lisa went to. Cool. But uh, Yuli's does it in Milwaukee. They have a, they do a, a comedy show here once in a while. But it's funny because they've, they've had Bill Burr come into the shop, Adam Sandler come into the shop, and some other other comedians come into the shop. It's pretty cool. Oh, did I talk about Owl Shop at all? Um, I think you mentioned that you went there. I know yeah, you posted you were smoking the Owl yeah. Cigar by Foundation. Yeah. Was that the one with the gal working who was stalking and the Nick said, oh, hey, you need more foundation? Was that yeah, the yeah, that, yeah, that was a shop. Okay. Yeah, that's a cool shop. Um, it's a, It's got a full bar and like coffee and food, a coffee bar, a full bar. They got food there. Um, and they have their cigars in like cases. So it was a pretty cool spot. New Haven's a, a cool little city. I actually had a dream I was back in New Haven last night. Hmm. You pizza? Did you ever get yeah. a lobster bomb? What's that? The first show we did with Nate, he said, Oh, you got to come out. Mike and I go to this place and we smoke cigars in the parking lot. And then we get a table for brunch and then. They make lobster bombs. No, we had a uh, me. I had a lobster roll and some lobster bisque, but um, 
with with Nate and his girlfriend, we had uh, mussels and steamers. I didn't try them, but um, and I had a I had a hush puppy. I had a few hush puppies. Those are good. Tyler, what does a hush puppy say? I don't know. Yeah, nice. Uh, last week it talked about that beer app where you can yeah. rate beers and how Punch Cigars did something with that beer. Uh, the app's called Untapped. Andre has the beer app. He messaged me and said, well, what's your username? So, following each other on Untapped. Thanks, Andre. Andre, I think, is yet entered to back right now? Is it entered to back? Oh, he got back. Yeah, he left. Cool. I saw he posted a picture of the Highclere Castle. I guess they don't... It's so weird that he's not uh, too familiar with Foundation, or they don't have Foundation in all the shops over there. Because that's, I mean, any shop you go to now has foundation here. Yeah, this is a really good Sumatra, the uh, Montapa. Really good cigar. I guess there's a Maduro and, and a, a Natural. I can't, I don't know if there's a difference. Like, they gave me a couple. I think they gave me three. But I don't know if it's the Maduro or the, it's dark, but you, that doesn't really tell you much. Or, you know, it could be. So, uh, I wonder how the, they're going to. I'm sure just a box will say it, but it'd be kind of cool if it had like a foot fan, maybe. Um, so, oh, yeah, so dude. I'll be in Miami for La Zona Palooza. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Um, Sam and Rosie are going to be there. Uh, Tyler from Espinosa is going to be there. Um, I talked to Cigar Hustler. Hopefully, he'll be there. Not a sponsor. Make sure you uh make fun of Sam and Rosie for oh no wait they're they're Niners fans aren't they? Even though they're right by yeah. the Cardinal Stadium, the Cardinals suck. The Niners pretty good. Niners and Cowboys best teams. Yeah. Does anyone know anyone who has been to a wildfire camp event with Jeremy? Well, no, he didn't do a camp anyone. He did one in Austin at Smokers Abbey. But I yeah, thought he was, was going to be doing them like out at campsites. Oh, I don't. I think he's just camping out in the parking lot. Oh, that would make a little bit more sense. We'd have to pay camping fees and worry about parking. Never mind. That checks out. Oh, I saw him with the camper in the parking lot. I don't know if he's like staying there overnight. He might be staying at like a Walmart or I don't know what the logistics are. But it's kind of cool. I mean, Pete Johnson did that that tour bus one year. Uh, we went through Dallas and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember when we had Pete and Kyle and uh, who else did we have on the podcast? Pete, Casey, and Dan. Casey, I said Kyle. And I said something like, oh, it'd be cool if, you know, a brand went and kind of did a road trip. That was so dumb. I wasn't setting that up. I actually was just saying that, and then I realized, oh, shoot, they they did that. Bad podcasting. Yeah. Bad. No, it's... <sighs> Cigars are weird where it's... It's funny how, like, you always try to, like... Not, not you, but, like, you talk to certain people, and they're always trying to, like, one-up you with stuff, and it's funny, like, I was working at a shop and I was talking to this guy about cigars and, you know, I, I knew a lot from half wheel and talking to brand owners and reps. And he's like, yeah, you know a lot about cigars, but I've been to Nicaragua and uh, you don't know anything. So you've been in Nicaragua and I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, I go to Nicaragua and I find out that he was hundred percent right. <laughs> it's a, uh, um, I mean, you can learn a lot from a, from a book, but from books and stuff. But um, there's questions that you end up having that you wouldn't even know to ask unless you've seen it in in uh, in the factory. Like, still one of the one of the things I I've seen is I record somebody rolling a cigar, and then I saw them um, put not a whole leaf in there i'm like so is that mixed filler and skip's like you thought that was mixed filler that's that's the break 
they're rearranging the brake, the excess tobacco, when they, uh, that's longer than the cigar, they'll break it off and then they, they redistribute it throughout the cigar to complete the blend. I'm like, I never would even would have known that. Like, if I see somebody do that, I'm like, oh, I didn't see them break the tobacco, but I saw them put smaller leaves in there and not a whole leaf. So is it McFiller? No, 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 that's the break. And then that's when you find out like how they do the Neanderthal, you know, how they, they do the break. And then instead of redistributing that tobacco, I could be wrong. Skip will correct me maybe, but you do the break. And then instead of putting that, redistributing that tobacco, that's when you put the Pennsylvania Lajero in. It's a little bit of that Pennsylvania Lajero. But then I hear on the LH, the box press one, instead of um, being a little bit of that Pennsylvania Lajero, it's the whole leaf in there. So that's that's why it's uh, stronger than the uh, the other ones. I'm pretty sure um, that's the case. But there's just so much stuff that you see and that you would never – you wouldn't even know to ask, even if you read a book. Like I have tons of t- tobacco and cigar books, and I read them, and most of it is like brand history and, and growing of tobacco. But the stuff that's in the factory, or even like you can't like, there's not like a how to blend cigars by dummies, you know. Um, you know, and even like even I'll admit it at when I when I blended the cigar or when Raul Raul re-blended the cigar at uh at Noxa. Um I don't know what the I don't know if they're putting in one leaf of the filler I picked out or if they're putting in two leaves of it and one leaf of like I don't know exactly how much like if you give somebody five tobaccos for the filler, I don't know if that's just five single leaves. Like I don't know if that's enough to for the filler or the size, you know, that sizes change and and then the like the ratios change i don't know exactly how that goes that's something i'm going to try to focus on next time i'm going to ask skip next time i see him in person um how that works you know or or like even like the alec bradley fine and rare where they use like 10 different tobaccos is it are they using whole leaves are they using putting in half a leaf of this half a leaf of that you know and there's just so much stuff that you have to learn. And that's one of the reasons that I love spending at uh, Noxa and Nika Sueño is um, Noxa has that whole Oliva tobacco arm. So you have the whole pre-industry stuff. And now Roma Craft, they have all their pre-industry, their, their bodegas where they, they, uh, they ferment the cigar, they store the cigar. I mean, where they ferment the tobacco, they store their tobacco. And then you learn like, um, you know, like they'll keep the, the wrapper and I believe binder in boxes and then they keep the filler in like these canvas packs. And then you learn like, uh, like, you know, um, yeah, there's just so much to learn. And that's why I respect Skip so much is he moved down there to learn it all, you know, and Jane and Angela Brown and Nick Melillo moved down there and, and Saka down there, Saka takes like 12 trips a year down there. And some of the trips he's there for, yeah, he, he went down there for like 36 hours one time, or sometimes he's there for three weeks. Like it's, uh, or Nick will be down there for months at a time, you know? So there's just so much to learn. Well, I really yes. respect the people who spend a lot of time down there. Yeah. Um, because, it's fun being down there, but it's it's hard when you have a whole nother life in the States, kids and family and, you know, um, even me having um, a really serious relationship. It's, it's hard to be down there for more than five days. I think five days is now my limit, you know. Um, I was going to be down there for 12. I ended up cutting it short to nine days, but I don't think I'll ever be able to go down there for three weeks again, you know. Um, I would love to take a sabbatical from Southwest or um, my full-time job and, and spend a month down there, but I don't know if that would, I'd have to bring it with or something. <coughs> well, I know she wants to go. If you, uh, if you have a baby, you can take paternity leave, but then you shouldn't just go on a vacation. 
So I guess she would have to be down there giving birth. And then you'd still be doing that as an excuse. That's not going to work. Never mind. I was trying to get you. Yeah. No. Baby bonding. Um, no, I mean, I do have six weeks of vacation and I go up to seven in a couple of years. But I could always do take some vacation and give some days away and then try to make up the days before and after. But it's it's honestly it's gonna it would be a lot harder for me to be down there that long if uh if uh Skip's not down there the whole time. Yeah. So it's hard to plan it because you know Skip divides his time up um, between San Juan and Nestle like James and Angela do with Black Label. They they're, they're in San Juan a week and then Nicaragua or Esteli a week. So you know I have Alex down there, which would be good because. I was really tired, so I spent a lot of time at the bodega, but I was just, I was kind of in recovering. Like on the weekend, I was like recovering. So I wasn't really playing around as much as I should, or learning as much as I should have been. So I got to get back down there. But I'm going to try to go every three months or so. Uh, shout out to Especially Mitch. if I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. Coming back from Italy. Um, maybe he's listening to this podcast right now on the plane. I just had to uh, listen through your monologue. I don't know. Wonder how is Italy? I've been in a while. Tell us. Maybe did he check out any lounge? Uh, see, the lounge is closed until five a.m. and it's only twelve thirty-eight. Oh, oh, he's in Stockholm. No longer in Italia. Uh, question for a future episode, based on what you were saying. I'm curious then if a blend cigar blend has, or the more tobaccos you have in a blend, the more chance you have of it being inconsistent. Yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah. That would make sense. I've never thought of that though. The buncher really has to put the tobacco in the exact same way every single time. And it's not just the one buncher doing it. You probably have multiple bunchers, multiple rollers. If you're, a larger factory company making it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if it's a, if it's like a bigger, like if you're doing like a bigger perfecto, it might be the same pair. One bunches it and then the other one puts the wrapper on and that usually pays a little more. So you probably put your best, uh, buncher and roller on that project, um, to make sure the blend's as consistent as possible. But it's funny too. Like, I mean, like you'll read like, I'll tighten the bronze um, or I'll tighten the bronze, however you want to say it. They'll have one roller do it all. And then it comes back with like an 80 review on half wheel. And they talk about how it, the construction wasn't very good. And it's like, well, you know exactly who rolled it. Their name's on the, on the box. So you can pull them in the office on Monday and say, Hey, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Spearman but, for the yeah, future. Yeah. Find a cigar that has Let's say like six or more tobaccos. Buy two singles, but they have to be out of separate boxes and see how close they are to one another. Could be fun. Yeah. Sometime we'll do it. Yeah, I mean the the, the Visa Horny blend, uh the, the one that Noxa did has a lot of different tobaccos in it. Um because it's like, oh we're we're missing that tobacco, or we can't get that tobacco. Well, if we put these two tobaccos in there, those two tobaccos can equal nine, 75% of that one tobacco we're missing. So it's really it's really interesting. That's why I need to know Spanish so I could ask Ra- Raul why this happened, you know. Luckily, there's there's Gustavo and Danoshka uh, uh, and Trey. They can kind of explain it to you. Or Saka when he was there can kind of explain it, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, there's this. It's a really fun thing to do, and uh, I was talking about you know this uh, initial Visa Horny with with, uh, with Skip, and it's like you blend it, and we talk about it for three years, and then it comes out, and then it's over. You know, like people still post it, you know, but it was only twenty five hundred cigars, you know, so it's like twenty six hundred, so it's like. You know, it's going to be, before you know it, they'll all be smoked or, you know, in a few months, everybody's, you know, like one guy from uh, 
um, to the Northeast. He bought two bundles and he, he does cigar reviews. He's on a podcast and he's, he's got a really good palate. And he's like, I, I was surprised he bought it. And then he, he's like, well, I've been following you and I'm really interested to see how you did. And then he gave me the feedback. He's like, dude, I smoked almost both bundles um, over the weekend and it's a really good cigar. And I really want to see how it ages, but they're not going to make it that long, you know? So I thought that was really cool. So I'm going to try to save him a couple singles and send it to him in like a year. See what he thinks of it. Cool. All right. Good show. Yeah. Wi-Fi I mean, it was a glitch minimally. minimally. Yeah. So, all right, man. Mama said, knock you out. Rock and roll. Keep those cigars on ice. Yeah!